That's right, the Club de Lisa. Remember the Club de Lisa? It was 19 something. Fletcher left the planet in, 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 in 52, so it had to be 46 or 47. Maybe 48, 49. That was the big band. Yeah, the big band. Uh, on the stage, uh, actually a stage band, uh, with people like Joe Williams was there with us, and oh, yeah. Laverne Baker. Oh yeah? Yeah, then that's the George Kirby. Uh -huh. It's a star-studded show. Mm -hmm. How did you get in into, tell me about your music now, how did you get into the Sun Raw and the the creator sound that you well it just it's the same way birds get into flying you know tell me about the creator they, they, they just it just happens some people can do things like some people are psychic so others can't it just happened to um, I'm actually from another dimension you see I'm, I'm doing things Concerning other dimensions, I'm doing things from the future, not the past, not the present. That really made it kind of difficult for me to reach people because they didn't. They were trying to understand, and yet it can't be done that way. They have to feel what I'm doing. They have to feel. Well, ever since I I've been playing in a band ever since I was about. Nine or eight, ten years old. Because, um, you know, I could sight read. And, and that meant I was in demand from uh, schoolmates and learning how to play. And I was in demand uh, later on about 11, 12. I was playing on school teacher's band. They had a huge repertoire. I could sight read everything. So in this way, I learned a lot of songs. I know a lot about different songs because they had a huge repertoire. Was, all the pop was something. What was Fess Watley like? What kind of a man was he? Yeah, you're, you're referring to Fess Watley in there, right? Aren't you? Yeah, I was referring to that band, that school teacher band. Well, he, he, he made a lot of musicians. He was like a godfather of musicians. And many musicians uh, came from him, like Teddy Hill. Hmm. You know, he was in New York and he, he had, uh, played on the NBC quite often. Beautiful band. I think Dizzy played with him. And, That's right. You know, a lot of other people played with Teddy Hill. Teddy but you don't hear too much about him. Dizzy if made anything. his uh, recording debut with Teddy Hill. Mm-hmm. He's from Birmingham. And then Nylon Hopkins from Birmingham. Big Mama Thunder's from Birmingham. Nat King Coles. Well, he's from Alabama. Mm -hmm. Temptation. And W.C. Handy. The whole thing, uh, as far as creative jazz is concerned, the center is Alabama, not New Orleans, because you got... All those people, Lucky Miller came from there too, and Jim Europe, the first one took a band in Europe, oh, came yeah, from came yeah. from Alabama. And Erskine Hawkins too. Erskine Hawkins, Avery Parish, they came from there too. And another centennial man named Theodore McCall, he really they said was a rival to Coleman Hawkins, but um, I used to write some records out with him because he's in New York, you see, and uh, he he got ill, and so. He left New York, went back to Alabama. But uh, it's just this experience of uh, 
seeking for something else other than what is here. I never satisfied that what is here uh, was suitable for me, maybe for others. Couldn't be, it suitable for my spirit. So then uh, I didn't find over in the church. I was looking for something else, and I found it. But it, it happened to be that it was something that uh, black people deserted a long time ago, maybe 50,000 years ago. They deserted that. Black people in Chicago, this happened the black revolutionary thing, and a white fellow came up to a black man and said, I don't see why you're angry with me. You people had it. You deserted it, and I didn't have nothing. I was like a beast in the forest, and I took it because you're trying to lose. You shouldn't be angry with me. If you'd kept it, it wouldn't be like it is, but you didn't keep it. But the other, the black man didn't ask, well, what do we have? You know, it's the asking it shall be given. We have to ask, you know. They won't get an answer unless they ask. If they ask, they get an answer. Just like, for instance, in, in Harlem, about three weeks ago, a black man was um, standing for a stone, loudspeaker talking. He said that Satan asked permission from God to take this planet over. And that everybody here is under sentence of life and a sentence of death. And, and that's what's happening. They really, it's a big penitentiary. So I said, I said, well, um, he really is telling the truth according to the Bible said that to him surprised he said, man, are you telling the truth? But I told his friend of mine, I said, go and ask him, uh, since Satan got permission from God, God gave him permission to take this plan over, ask him if Satan and God are friends. Because it seemed to me, you wouldn't give nobody a whole plan unless some kind of way you're friendly toward that person. So he asked him. Then the man stood there a minute, the black man stood there a minute, silent. Then he said, that's a stupid question. I don't, black folks always ask us a foolish question. I'm out here trying to teach him, asking this stupid, foolish question. So then, we left. But I could have told us if he had listened that a friend of mine died and went on the other side. I mean, it's, it's registered at the hospital in Philadelphia. He died three times. The first time he died, they uh, beat on his body and make his heart beat again. Second time, the next day, he died and they stuck pins in his heart and started beating again. About two days later, he died again. This time, they cut his heart out of his body and massaged it. He's still playing his Congo drum. And these three deaths, he told me about two of them. He said, one, he was out in the cold. He was so cold, and it was a door that he knocked and knocked on the door when anybody let him in. The next time, he said that he was going through this dark tunnel, and he saw a light. He's following this light, and he found himself over into the kingdom of death. He said, two beings met him. I said, who were they? He said, God and Satan. I said, were they, were they unfriendly to one another? He said, no. They're the best of friends. So that's what I thought. And he said, he asked him the same question. What's the most sacred thing in the universe? He said, I said, the water first, and then the, I didn't know. And he came back on this side. He's still playing his Congo drum. I told him, 
He should write a book about it. He died three times. It's on record in the hospital. 